Hi there. This is Michael Westra with Breaking the Systems of Control podcast. Come hang out with me as we explore and pursue true freedom, liberty, and the art of minding your own business. All right. Welcome back to episode five of Breaking the Systems of Control podcast. Uh, I'm glad to be back. I've been gone for a little bit because I been dealing with uh, my son being in the hospital and I've been really uh, focusing on my uh, reselling business lately. I mentioned that in a previous episode, but I buy and sell and I have, um, it's pretty much an eBay business. I do sell on other platforms, but mostly on eBay, but I've been really focusing on that lately. Let me uh, show you this cool, this uh, these business cards I had made. Um, it's called Mike's Treasure Extraction and Resale. If anyone wants to purchase something, I will link to my eBay store in the show notes. Um, I really sell pretty much everything right now. I do have like a niche where I try to focus on antiques and old uh, toys. But I've been really getting good deals on some other stuff, so I've been just pretty much putting everything out there. All right, let's uh, start up. Start off with the social media cringe of the week. So the social media cringe of the week is actually something that I've been hearing. Um, I actually heard it on the radio too, but pretty much everywhere you're seeing it, but it's this weird phenomenon where people are saying just a simple phrase of mask up. So when they want you to wear your mask or they're trying to convince you to wear your mask, to shame you, to wear your mask, whatever they're saying, mask up. It's just whenever, whenever I see that, I just can't help but cringe because I don't know what it is, but they have this need to try to make uh, compliance to a ridiculous uh, COVID-19 measures by making it look like badass or something. It's just, it's weird. Like, it's almost like when, um, it's, it's almost like they're trying to make it sound like they're some kind of, uh, like special forces or like a superhero or something like suit up or squad up, mask up. It's weird. It's really weird. Speaking of, uh, trying to make it look badass, there was, there was this guy he was this biker he was full decked out in like your typical leather uh biker gear chains and just bandana just this dude who just clearly thought he was like 
a badass dude. Well, on the back of his leather jacket, it said something like, I wear my mask, you stay the fuck away from me. It's like, whoa, sorry, dude. So badass, man. You're a tough guy being scared of a little virus that has a 99.99% survival rate. Well, uh, masks don't work, so it, anyone who's going to object to this, they're going to say, well, we, we kind of are like superheroes, you know, we're, we're wearing a mask to save lives. No, that's not, no, it's not how that works. Uh, studies consistently since the 1940s have said otherwise, uh, even my, uh, when, when I was going through my training for hazmat, uh, first responder at, at the operations level, everything we were taught, and this is uh, approved by IFSA and OSHA, but they said no, no viruses do not protect, or uh, I'm sorry, masks do not protect against viruses. I think I'm going to make a COVID episode, actually. I think I decided full-length COVID episode because I'm making these claims and not backing it up with anything and people are getting upset because they're incapable of doing their own um, objective research by objective I mean looking for truth where they're not just listening to one side or the other where they're not looking at it with any sort of bias going into it because that if you go into it with a bias then it's going to ruin any a chance of you finding out new information because you will always be trying to kind of wiggle your way into um, finding a reason why it's not true, which most things these days, if you really, really want to believe something isn't true, you can find something where it'll... Um, in a sense, solidify your beliefs. For example, if you wanted to prove the, the earth is flat, you can find some data where it could show, yeah, I, I guess I could see your point there, but you, there's more data to show otherwise. Anyway, I'm trailing off on a tangent there, but uh, today we're going to be talking about some ways that you can secure your devices and different things on your device that you can utilize to benefit yourself for freedom and security. But let's talk about why this is important. Why does securing your device and your privacy matter? Is when it comes to freedom. Well, I mean, there's there's many reasons why, but I I don't really think I need to explain exactly why things should be private. But um, I, I guess we could go into it a little bit. But first of all, m my data, my information that if I want to have some sort of privacy, I should have a right to that privacy. 
and the government should not have access to that data unless they have a warrant or I allow them to. And with a warrant, it would be under reasonable circumstances, of course. There's just certain things that you just don't know that whatever you're doing online or um, just things that you're talking about, people you're talking to, you don't know if something will be deemed illegal one day and you just didn't hear about it or if something may already be illegal and you don't know about it. And this isn't the only reason why you should have your stuff private. But I talked about this before about this book that was written that's called um, Five Felonies a Day. And it's based on this uh, statistical average that uh, the average American commits five felonies a day. And this isn't because there's... Uh, just so many people that commit crimes that it it weighs out to being five felonies a day because of how many people are actually committing felonies versus not committing or I'm, I'm sorry the amount of felonies some people are committing versus people who are law-abiding citizens no actually this is uh, based on statistics showing that People who think they're law-abiding citizens are actually not. That they're, on average, committing five felonies a day. Uh, That's not even mentioning uh, misdemeanors and civil infractions, whatever. And if you were to take those into account, who knows what the statistics are. If if someone actually knows that statistic, uh, please uh, either email me or leave a comment below. I'd be curious to know because I probably will forget after this and I'm not going to search it. But uh, yeah, let me know and give me a source too. I like sources. But anyway, so you just don't know. So you don't want people being able to access your data and information and to be able to sell that information. Now, Why did I say sell? Most people know this. Well, actually, I don't really know because there's there's a lot of things that surprise me that people don't know that are outside of my like little circle of uh, kind of people. But um, most people know that uh, businesses, uh, apps. Um, social medias, they actually track your data on your cell phone, on your computers, and they sell this info to other companies and businesses who may benefit from that data for maybe advertisement purposes or whatever. But if this data is freely in the open, they are also able to give that data to the government if the government requested it because it is out in the open. And you may ask, well, they can't do that. That that breaks my constitutional rights. Well, no, it doesn't. And, it, and the reason why is because 
whether you know it or not, these companies, these apps that you have on your phone, they actually ask permission to track your data. You know, when you go download a phone, uh, one of your apps and there's a, um, once it downloads and you go to open it up, it'll say, this app needs permission to your camera, your storage, your um, whatever, your, your photos, etc. Do you approve? And you press approve and then you can use your app. Well, if you were to click the like terms of service and in uh, the fine print, you will see that they tell you that they do sell your info and your data. They're actually telling you. And so you are actually giving them permission to track you. So you can't say that breaks my constitutional right because you actually gave them permission. Why do you think people always say read the fine print? Because the fine print's always where they screw you. (laughs) So like Facebook, not just the app, um, just, well, the app too. (laughs) We'll get into that. But the Facebook website, the actual um, social media, whatever you're doing on Facebook, whatever you're commenting, whatever you're posting, um, whatever you're liking, it doesn't matter if it's, if your account said I'm private and you're liking things, or if it's on public, things that you're liking on your private friends list, things that you're liking on pages that you follow, things that you're commenting on, things that you're sharing, every single thing that you are doing on your Facebook is being tracked. And they are selling your data for uh, companies and businesses who are willing to pay for that data. There's businesses who pay for that data because it essentially what happens is Facebook builds this algorithm or they have this algorithm that builds this, um, um, these categories of different things that you're interested in based on your comments, likes, etc., where they try to accurately find businesses and products and companies that may be interested in that data because you meet those cert- that certain criteria where you, they know you would be interested in it. <laughs> it's, it's actually really smart. It's a really smart way to advertise. <laughs> And that's why um, those of you who have the Facebook app and allow it to track your data, that is, uh, when you are talking about something with your buddies or whatever, and you, you, you'll go on your Facebook and you'll see all of a sudden that that uh, knife you were talking about is now being advertised on your, your Facebook or you were talking about needing to go see a chiropractor because your back hurts. And then all of a sudden you start seeing chiropractor advertisements. That's, that's why that is. It's because they're tracking your data and you gave them permission to. So if you don't believe me, 
go into your Facebook settings and somewhere in there it'll say data or data recorded or um, permissions or something but I've done it before and you can actually see where they they tell you what they're using your data for and they'll say they're they're selling it they're actually using it for advertisement purposes and not only that but you can see every single thing that they've been tracking it'll literally you can see every single search every single comment every single like it's creepy it's really creepy so um that's just an example because it's not just facebook more apps than you think actually do this in your phone i didn't know but weather apps are one of the uh, biggest apps that track your data i didn't know this that's kind of weird i don't know what for maybe i mean obviously they're probably selling your data too but um anyway i think it's time to try to mitigate this as much as possible so <clears throat> the first thing you need to do is if you can get and get rid of any apps that you don't necessarily need any apps you don't need if if it's something that you can just go on the internet and do um, like on your web browser do that don't don't have the app if you don't need it now there are some times where it's just more convenient to have the app and i i get it there are many apps that i still have based on convenience but there's more steps you can take so um in your settings i'm not going to go into full detail on um, what you can do in your settings because i didn't write down exactly which step-by-step -step thing you should do to protect your data and being tracked and watched but um but i i will link to something to where you can do this uh, apple and android are both a little different believe it or not even though android is um largely operated with google like the google play store and whatnot you can actually in your settings prevent them from tracking anything google and you can actually even set up a phone without google on it at all like no google play store which would um would suck i mean i i use a lot of apps so i'm not going to do that there are sacrifices I make uh, as far as my security and privacy, but I am very aware of my data that is being traced and who I'm allowing to see certain data, and so should you. But anyway, in your settings, you can set each individual app. You can make it so 
they're not allowed to track your data. And you can turn off all those settings where they have access to your camera, to your storage, um, the ability to uh, run in the background. But for Android, if you if you want to take down those Google settings to where they can track your data, I think you have to actually put it in. I think I put it in developer mode. I had to, and you've. You have to go into your Google settings, and then you can turn everything off. The benefit to this is you're greatly reducing who can track you and who has access to all your info. But there are some downsides. I mean, like like I said before, the convenience. I mean, it is very convenient to have these things. But to me, privacy outweighs some of these inconveniences some of them like i said i still do have some apps i use another sort of inconvenience is a lot of these apps they really get you they're they're smart with this they're, i mean they're no dummies they want your data and they're going to try to do that any way possible and they know that some of these apps they know you're not going to get rid of them because you've been using their services for so long. Like um, ones like Facebook and and uh, Snapchat. Snapchat. Uh, Snapchat, if you block them access to your camera or your storage, obviously you're not going to be able to take videos of yourself. But you can't even use it to open up other people's Snapchats if you block that data. So <laughs> it sucks, but if I'm ever using Snapchat, I rarely do. But once in a while, like literally, it's like maybe once a month, I'll get on Snapchat and I'll turn on their access to my data, go on, get an update by clicking through people who've sent me stuff, and I turn it back off. So what this means is there's apps that legitimately just will not work unless you give them access to your data. If I'm not mistaken, I do think Facebook is one of those, which is actually why I deleted my Facebook app. Now, another thing that's a pain in the butt is after deleting my Facebook app, I... I'm using a secure browser. We're, we're, we're going to talk about some of these things that I utilize in my phone. But um, I'm using a secure browser, and I'll go in on the Facebook website, and I notice I had some messages in my Messenger. So I, I also deleted the Messenger app because they're also tracking your data. I went to go open my messages. Doesn't let you. Doesn't even let me... They know that they could allow you to. It's not that it just won't operate correctly. They could do it, but they know that these kind of things make you want to download their services so they can track your data and then sell. So you cannot view your messages at all unless you download the Messenger app. So these kind of things just piss me off even more 
and definitely make me not want to use their services. What I did is I made a few Facebook posts and if I noticed that someone who I really need to stay in touch with, if I noticed that they did message me, sometimes you can kind of see their like little picture on the uh, on the messenger icon. Uh, I would really quick reinstall messenger if if I'm on my phone. You can actually access messenger without downloading it on your PC. So I would either go on my PC, let them know, or I'd download Messenger really quick, tell them, hey, I'm no longer using Messenger. If you want to reach me, you can reach me here on Telegram, Parler, MeWe, or you can text me. And I give them my phone number. Um, but I made a post that said the same thing. If I'm no, I'm deleting Messenger. Um, if you want to reach me, text me at this number. People who don't want to give out their number, that's fine. We'll talk about it more, but uh, if you're using alternative media, social medias, you could say contact me on this social media and uh, Telegram. On I use Telegram. Telegram is a, another message app that is more secure. It is an, an encrypted, but there's more secure options than Telegram. But Telegram is very user-friendly, and it's one more people are knowing about. So you can give out your Telegram info and have people message you there as a replacement for messenger i wanted to talk about some things that uh, besides my settings like i said i will link to a way that you can adjust your settings in your phone and like i was saying before technically apple is tracking you more than uh your android is which i was actually surprised with that but well if you adjust your settings correctly that is if you leave your phone as is google oh google is a bad okay sorry it's gonna go on hold google is just as bad if not i i would say it's worse than facebook because not only are they tracking your data just um, things that you're doing on Facebook and different things you may be, man, this is so creepy, things you're talking about. Man, I just, just talking about it, it's just making me realize just how bad this is. But um, yeah, Google's tracking things you're talking about, places you're going. So, oh, that's another thing. Turn off your location settings. But uh, they're they're tracking where you're going, things you're searching, just everything. It's, it's, it's freaky. There was actually this um, little experiment done. I think it was on Fox News where pretty much they, they wanted to see how much activity um google is tracking from their cell phone but what they did is they took their phone took it turned it off and took out their sim card so it's not connected to the internet anymore the phone's off can't be tracked right wrong they went to certain destinations 
they like went around town a little bit and then they circled back and they um, were able to plug their phone into a computer that was able to pull up exactly what Google tracked from them and could see where it, what they've been doing. If uh, Google could see what they've been doing and sure enough, Google knew everywhere that they went the exact route, the exact stops, everything tracked everything. And the phone was off with no SIM card. If that's not concerning, I don't know what it is. That's, that's, that's freaky. Anyway, let's talk about some settings that are not settings. Um, different things you can utilize to prevent some of this tracking and kind of uh, use to benefit yourself for your own freedom. Because that's what this podcast is about, is freedom. Oh, that's funny. I forgot, I, I wrote this down, that um, one way you can you can kind of throw off that Facebook al- algorithm by like liking things that you don't actually like so it starts like learning things about you that aren't actually true i think there's other steps you should take instead of that but whatever first thing is i think we all should be slowly moving away from Facebook to a different um, alternative social media. I know this is hard because everybody is on, well, Facebook and Twitter. Twitter is just as bad as Facebook, if you didn't know. But not only are they tracking your data, but they are also censoring people from speaking their mind. And I'm not talking about like, you know, terrorists or, or whatever, like people giving calls to action where it's not something that's protected by your freedom of speech, but they're just censoring people who disagree with anything that has to do with the mainstream um, narrative that they're putting forward. So it's not just people like me, like in the libertarian anarchist crowd, but it's, it's also conservatives. We have the president of the United States, Donald Trump, and his supporters who are talking about things that Donald Trump is actively talking about. And social media is just silencing them. They're deleting their posts. They're banning people. I don't know what it is, but recently there's been a a giant surge of people in my circle who have been on these social medias forever, had huge following who got deplatformed without warning. They they were just gone. So they're censoring people. They're tracking your data. You need to, if anything else, just create these alternative social medias and play around with them 
while you're on Facebook as a backup plan or slowly migrate over. I'm on Facebook maybe as far as my social media um, presence. Um, I'm on Parler and MeWe like 75% of that time and Facebook maybe 25% a quarter. So, <clears throat> yeah, start uh, two good ones are MeWe and Parler. I would say MeWe, to me, is more of a Twitter. Eh. No, MeWe is more of a Facebook alternative. But it's almost like a hybrid between like a Twitter and a Facebook, if that makes sense. You can have groups. You can have, um, they have like their own messenger for private messages. Um, you can join communities and all that. So it's pretty cool. But uh, I would say Parler is more similar to Twitter. But they're both great. One thing people are saying that Parler is a um, a right-wing echo chamber. Oh, you need to stay away from Parler. It's full of a bunch of right-wing extremists. First of all, you're full of shit. <laughs> well, let me change that. It's partially true. But... It's all based on who you follow. I mean, if you don't want to see a bunch of conservative posts or right-wing posts, don't follow right-wings. I mean, it's common sense. But uh, with that said, parlors full of right-wingers? Hmm, I wonder why. Why don't anyone saying that? Why don't you sit back and think about that for a little bit? Why would there be bunch of conservatives on parlor well maybe because twitter and facebook are banning conservatives who are doing nothing but stating their opinion these aren't people who are posting stuff that's like super like they're posting racist comments or posting uh terrorist like comments these aren't like the extremists like there's people who will just post something about Donald Trump or their opinion on COVID-19 and they'll be completely deplatformed for it. So why are people on parlor? Why are these right-wingers on parlor? Well, maybe because they're being banned and they, they want to go over somewhere who is not going to ban their stuff. I mean, that that's common sense or they're people who are conservatives or libertarians, whatever, who know a bunch of people who are being banned, who have their similar opinions, even if they're not like actively giving these kind of posts and opinions and they're using it just to stay in touch with people. If they see a bunch of people getting banned with their views and opinions, yeah, I mean, they're going to create an alternative uh, option. Why wouldn't you? That's why I did. So, yeah, get on Parler, get on MeWe. They're not going to censor you. If anyone has any questions about this 
uh, podcasts or video. Yes, this is the first video version of the podcast that I'm doing. If anyone has any questions, you can email me at contact at btsoc.me. Uh, or you can add me on Parlor MeWe. You can con- uh, message me on there. You can add me on Telegram. I will link to my Telegram. If anybody has questions, if anyone has suggestions or wants to request an interview, go ahead, contact me there. But until then, stay living free and keep practicing the art of minding your own business. Catch you next time.